Hey there, listeners at home, or wherever you may be, I suppose. I don't actually know your life. This is Wesley, just checking in before episode 6 of Wake Whispers podcast for a quick PSA. During the recording of this episode, we had a little bit of a technical hiccup and unfortunately lost a bit of our audio. I don't think story-wise should be missing, just some side banter. So when you hear some missing dialogue, go ahead and mentally fill that in with the funniest joke you ever heard, and that should be just about right. As always, you can listen to us wherever you get your favorite podcast, and follow us on social media, all at Nord in the North. Now enjoyed episode 6, The Buddy System. You guys just killed a couple of like crazy mosquitoes in the Laughing Demon. You happened to defeat them without any of the townsfolk dying, actually. One that came really close as you stood around him laughing. We were not laughing. We were very concerned. <laughs> we, we were laughing at his, at his safari clothes. We, we did laugh at his safari clothes, but we were also concerned, yes. This man uh, was very pale, and uh, he made it... Out. You, you you killed the mosquito and checked on everyone, and, and he came to eventually and made it out. I mean, only due to my heel check. I mean, it was pretty clutch. It was pretty clutch. He probably would have died uh, without that. That's I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it was Whiskey and Towels, right? That's a good band name, at the bare minimum. Whiskey and Bar Rags. Uh, right? You said you learned that in the field? And, and they, oh, yeah. where, where they keep uh, whiskey and bar eggs out in the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I imagine you bring them with. I mean, you weren't there. You don't know. There's a lot of uses for rags in the battlefield. <laughs> and whiskey. If you have to commit atrocities, being drunk on whiskey is always a good way to go. You're not wrong. Just because you keep saying whiskey, I have been memorizing an Irish drinking song regarding whiskey just in case just so you know <laughs> it's been a, oh, it's been get a project Flora drunk right. in the bar <laughs> she works there now so it shouldn't be that hard uh, at this point what's going through your character's head Flora uh well she was not prepared to be here um for as long as it was dictated that she be here. So she was a little bit peeved about that. But she did care about her friend. So um, she's kind of just here out of, like, uh, not exactly honor, but, you know, obligation. And she's... Like, there's weird shit going on, but she's not super concerned, because this isn't where she... This isn't her place. These aren't her people, you know? She's not like... She's just kind of like, whatever. I'm gonna be out of here in 30 days. So she's she's not super committed to the situation at the moment. She's more annoyed than anything else. Uh, what about, uh... What about the rest? Yes, uh, Ozel, uh... 
What's Ozil thinking about at this point? I mean, Ozil has finally kind of tried to clear his name. He's been on um, the sheriff's radar for a second. He's been trying to help out people around the town, and so it's uh, it's good for him. He, you know, without the other players knowing, has been trying to rekindle his faith, maybe a little bit, and especially finding uh, the burnt symbol of Phrasma up in the tower uh, the night that the bells were going off is uh, is definitely in a weird state where he's pushed towards um, trying to redeem himself more in the in the eyes of his former god probably because uh, this town is close to where he grew up and close to where he did some of his service so he's uh, you know feeling the hauntedness Uh, other than that he's trying to not uh, take the racism too hard that's fair Uh, luckily uh, that hasn't uh been too intense uh, super recently uh, since you got beat up and left uh, <laughs> unconscious in the mostly I hope that memorial. the uh, that the sheriff kind of sees my side of the so- of the story and I hope that um, the mystery starts to unfold really and he seems like he's warming up to you a little bit yeah, I mean, he's he's a cool guy. What about Sidriel? Uh, what's, uh, what's been going through his head since he's been here? Uh, so Sidriel is a combination of excited, uh, freaked out, and nervous. Uh, he's, he's super happy to have access to all of Professor Lorimer's books and studies and all that information he's been dying to get a hold of for so long. Um, obviously a little upset that the, the way he got access to it was the professor dying. Um, right now he's mostly interested in following up on whatever it was that the professor was researching. Um, I think there's a little inkling in the back of his mind that if he can pick up where the professor left off, maybe one day he can be as lauded as the professor was. Um... And I think he's starting to finally get a little confidence in himself, especially after that uh, that fight in the Laughing Demon with the Sturges, that he's kind of feeling like maybe he, he finally found something he's good at. Slanging arrows. Is that what you mean? Yeah, he's, he's always been a little listless, but this whole, like, reading books and shooting bugs is working out pretty well for him. Nice. Uh, could you remember and or tell me uh, what it was that uh, the professor was looking into recently that you found out? Uh, they were looking at, uh, I believe the professor had written some notes about the Whispering Way and the cult seemed like it had been making a comeback um, just in the most recent couple of months and I believe he was on his way to the prison to look further into it. 
right before he died. Right. And I think we know that he died in the prison, but not necessarily how he died in the prison. I believe uh, you guys did ask around and found out that a, a piece of, like, statuary yeah. had fallen on his head. Right, he was crushed to death. Okay, that's where we get some bells. It's terrible, man. Um, dangerous ruins out there, you know? People tell you you probably shouldn't go out there. I'm sure well, we I never we have to. I'm sure we'll never go out there. <laughs> Stay safe in town. Yeah, don't leave town. It says Stormac. Uh... Speaking of which, what's going on with Stormac? Uh, what's he been thinking since he's been here? Uh, mixed thoughts after having been knocked out in the cemetery. Um, but he's, for decades now, back in Yanderhof, he's been dying to get out and into the world and, and uh, kind of make a name for himself and start his 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 story as a... He, he would like to see himself as a hero, uh, but he... Most importantly, he wants a, a certain lady back home in Yanderhof to see him as a hero. Uh, but he 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 hasn't he hasn't talked about anything like that yet. Uh, he, he he hasn't mentioned any of that. Um, but um, he's he's thinking that these guys that he's with here, these these uh, fellow pallbearers, and and might they might be the start of a of a party. And so he's uh, kind of. Optimistic, especially after that fight in the Laughing Demon. You know, that's that's the closest thing to a party name we've come to so far. I think is the Brotherhood of Paul Bears. I don't know if uh... I think you guys called yourselves that, or at least I think Stormac might have in Episode One. I mean, we could also go with the Yaya Sisterhood of the Traveling Corpse. Ooh, yes, traveling. I like that Ooh, way more. I like that. <laughs> What's the acronym for Or we that? could be a support group, the, the Friends of Lorimer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the Falls. Oh shit. Alright. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll come up with something. Well, but, but, so Stormac's just thinking, you know, these guys and uh, might be the ones to, to join up with. And, you know, maybe, I mean, we're already joined up. We just don't really realize it yet. Uh, but he's he's optimistic about a, a, a life of adventuring. Uh, he's using us for the tang. That's what's happening. Is that, is that what tang. he's doing? <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate, please. <laughs> uh, shit, the tang. All right. Fuck yeah. No. I'm into it. Part of that inadvertent wingman. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about Jaminda? Accidental um, wingman. Stormac is a monk. Wu Tang forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, of course. Wu Tang forever. Wu Tang. But, so after killing those Sturges and going home, um, the morning came and the sheriff came back and let you know there was another vandalism. The monument had been splattered with blood again. Wasn't me. And uh, this time there was another letter. There was a V and an E. I lean over to Sidriel. Uh, we need to hit that town hall. We need to get some research. We need to do some research. Yeah, sure. So he'd let us in. No time like the present. 
the sheriff came by to let you know that, and he, you asked him uh, if you could get access to the town hall records, and yeah, he uh, he said he could get you in there. Um, you guys went to the temple and uh, talked to Father Grimborough, one of the acolytes there, and Father Grimborough, and um, they were a little standoffish. Uh, they were a little unwilling to let you get at their records. Um, being outsiders and maybe one would say not trusted enough. So we're earning some points with the town. Maybe Ozil yeah. straightens out that bent up thing. Uh, um, <laughs> the holy symbol. Well, so, so yeah, you guys have been earning trust with the town by uh, doing jobs around town on the posting poles and stuff. Um, Ozil is about to go to work across the street from the Lorimer house at the Pendergrass farm, uh, bringing in hay uh, for the second day. Um, what was the what was the rest of yours plan for the day? Ozil? Other than Ozil. We know your plan. I just said it. I believe Stormac and I are going to the town hall to read some books. Yes. Uh, Flora's not much for books and doesn't uh, care about the people, so she's gone to work. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Uh, So, yeah, from what you know, uh, the town hall is probably going to be a good place to research uh, the prison and the history of uh, the town in that sense. Um, and if you're looking into the Whispering Way, uh, you feel like the the professor's uh, office there that you had uh, gotten into would probably be the most beneficial place. Yeah, I think starting at the town hall while we know we have access to it is a good start, because we can always come back in the evening and research in the professor's study. True that. Um, Ozil, uh, is unsure, uh, you were, you were gonna go bring in the hay, uh, across the way at Farmer Prendergrass's farm. Amen. Uh, Sidriel, what do you say we stop by the bakers and get a couple batches of muffins baking, and then we hit the town hall, you know? Uh, make some more points with the town, as they say. I, I, I didn't really do so hot last time, but... Uh, maybe I'll just meet you at the town hall? Okay, I'll go knock out a batch of muffins and I'll meet you there. (laughs) Right on. Uh, so you guys head up to the town square. Yeah. And Millie the baker and the town hall are, like, uh, right across from each other. And, uh, Flora, what's, what's Flora doing? Uh, she's heading off to the Laughing Demon. Um, they don't like the dog in there because they serve food, but she gets to sit out front. And threaten people if she feels like it. Or get pets. She likes pets. What color? Do you tie, tie her up? Or? No, she's just sitting out there. She's a very good dog. But she's still. Black and brown? What? I thought we already went over that. She's got a, she's <laughs> well, got I mean, a token. I can see her yeah, token. She's got a token right there. Please, please, please describe this dog in detail, Meg. Uh, Oh, it's really so cute. <laughs> yes, that's exactly that's her technical description. It's really so cute. See, 
Everybody wants to hear what the dog looks like. She's probably the star of the show, really. She is extremely fluffy. She's a Tibetan Mastiff, so she's got like lots and lots of fur. She's like huge. Um, she's got one of those big dopey faces where the tongue is about the same size as the face as a whole. She has like a brown chin and a brown chest and a brown nose and two little brown spots right over her eyes, kind of like a Rottweiler that look like eyebrows. Yes. That's a good dog. <laughs> That's a good dog. Anything else? She's got a curly tail. No, I'm just kidding. Let's get this fucking shit moving. <laughs> one no, big, no, one it's big done. curl. It's fine. <laughs> oh, he's a good dog. You asked for it, like, literally. It was my bad. You um, shouldn't have said anything. So you had the laughing demon. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll set off there. Uh, you come in. You see Blarney is running around serving a couple people. And she sees you come in. She's like, oh, Flora, good to see you. And she'll wave. And Zokar's there, work, yeah. and you see his little son, Pevrin, is doing dishes in the back. Zokar is running the bar while Blarney is working tables. And uh, you've been helping her do tables slash work in the bar with Zokar uh, while you've been there so far. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you've gotten to see uh, a fair amount of people come in despite all the crazy nonsense that's been going on in this bar, scaring people out. Seems to be there's still regulars that aren't giving up on it. Um, but it's not quite as packed as it once was. Good. Um, Stormac, when you go to Millie the Baker... Uh, I just wanted to say it's a good thing that we have our least friendly party member doing customer service. I mean, it's just as the good lords intended it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's appropriate that I've worked so much fucking customer service in my life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I feel you. It really is a black mark on your soul. (laughs) It so is. Um, it, it is. Uh, so, uh, Millie, Millie, sorry I'm in a rush. I gotta get this batch going and then I'm gonna be on my way if you don't <laughs> mind. Oh dear, I'm so glad to have you back helping me again. Of course, uh, yes, uh, just set that one up and I'll put it in the oven when it's ready. And uh, Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I've been busy today. Oh yeah, what's, what's and, today? Uh, and I chat with her. I'm, I'm you know... I'm, I'm aces with the old ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it's peaches and sour cream in the muff today. <laughs> uh, what? Fast forward uh, to the <laughs> <laughs> next scene. <laughs> no, hold on. Let's rewind here. You're aces with the old ladies. Oh, let's yeah. Let's rewind to that. What was that all about? Yeah, that's that's very important. We need more details, apparently. Uh, old, old, old ladies. Is that what you call being a bouncer? Um, old ladies are easy to please. They're they're very to bounce. <laughs> all right, no, all right. I mean you just uh, you know you're right. nice to them and and you and you make a joke and you smile and and they're happy and that's it and that, that's okay. all I'm saying. Okay, Stormy. <laughs> all right, moving on. Fast forward, like I said. Alright, okay, let's fast forward. He's not wrong. You got some hard, you got some hard candy. Or, 
some uh, Werther's. <laughs> Butterscotch. Uh, there's, there's, there's old ladies in Yenderhof, uh, don't you know? Uh, little ceramic figurines. <laughs> little crystal kitties, all that. <laughs> little Mother Marys that you can give people. Little Guadalupes. Seashells and stupid jewelry. Eat it right up. Non-magical bullshit, yes, all that. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Millie's happy to have your help uh, for a minute, and you're able to, uh, you know, you probably get caught up uh, for about an hour. Uh, helping her out, getting her caught up uh, with the rush, the morning muffin rush. <laughs> the muff rush. As, as yeah, yeah as one does. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> okay. And then, Sidriel, uh, you're heading to the town hall. Uh, you come up, and it's a large, imposing building. There's a, a large, like, emblazoned symbol of, of a raven. There's a shield behind it, above, like, large, pointed double doors. Any, like, notable heraldry on the shield? Not that you would recognize uh, being not from here. Far enough. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of head on in. You go in, and uh, there are a number of kiosks of people sitting off with books and uh, ledgers and things. And uh, there's a couple areas of where you see some townsfolk like standing around a person at a desk. And they're kind of yelling at them about uh, their problems in town. Somebody comes up to you from around the back. Yes, sir. Uh, is there? Is can I help you? Oh, I was. Uh, I was told I could check out some books or like look at. Uh, the sheriff told me I could come here. He's a, a tall, kind of gaunt, pale guy with short hair and freckles, and uh, he looks really nervous and like kind of stressed out. Oh yes, the the sheriff. Uh, he was just by here earlier. Uh, you're friends of Mrs. Lorimer, is that right? Yeah, we're we're staying at the Lorimer estate. Yes, well, um, here, um, and he kind of pulls out a piece of paper and, a, like, a, what would, a quill, I guess, is that what you would do? Yeah, seems reasonable. I'm sure there's pens. You have pens? Ye old pens? I mean, Sidro carries pens, so. You can have anything you want as long as you say ye old in front of it, right? Yep. <laughs> he, he gives you like a hall pass, essentially. Um, he's like, uh, just if if anyone asks, uh, just tell them the the, the sheriff came by and the, 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 we all we all know. Um, uh, just please, uh, if there's anything else I can do, uh, just let me know. He runs off back to, over behind that desk where the townsfolk are arguing over. You do see. On the, on the right side of the building is, like, a large set of, like, uh, shelves of books. Yes, yeah, so I was going to slink away into the, the racks of books and see if I can make sense of their organizational system here. Right on. So, um, as, as in the other places, um, the researching uh, is, like, a day's work, like, eight hours, essentially, and then a roll at the end to see how you did, right? Stormac is coming right back behind you. Yeah, I'll, I'll show up. I'll show up as quickly as I can, um, and uh, I'll, I'll walk in quietly, like I'm entering into a library. Look around, for, wait for someone's attention. And yeah, Sidril, you probably see him uh, 
if you're if you're looking for him at all, I guess. No, none of the staff noticed me there. I mean, is it quiet? Is it loud? If it's quiet, I stay quiet. Uh, yeah, so you come in and you see a lot of the staff is busy uh, with that group of townsfolk over. There's a desk in the like the far back. Oh, and where the townsfolk are kind of rustling about, uh, oh, yelling. Okay. At They're yelling. So, <clears throat> well, then I'll, I'll I'll step in and I'll I'll try to get someone's attention. Excuse me. <laughs> Who who's is, is there a sniper rifle? Where where? Oh god. Uh-oh. Duck. Stormag takes cover, hearing that there's a sniper rifle somewhere <laughs> nearby. <laughs> the uh, the the plasma sniper rifle comes in through the window of the town hall. Stormag barely sorry, jumps sorry. out of the way. Reflex save, John. Uh, no, you're permanently oh. dead. Actually. Damn, this mic is way better than I thought it was. <laughs> Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, actually, if you try and get somebody's attention, that same nervous uh, guy with pale skin and freckles comes by, and he's like, uh, y- "Yes, sir. Uh, wh- wh- what can I do for you? Uh, you are. Wh- what can I do?" For you? Oh, hello. Uh, I am Stormak. I'm from Yonderhof, and I believe my friend is here already, getting to work. Uh, about this high, he reaches as how as tall as he can. Elf. Fella, Sidriel is his name. Is he here already? I'm looking for him. I'm supposed to come here. I'm a friend of the sheriff's. Oh, oh yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> oh um, please, uh, let me give you a hall pass. <laughs> and he pulls out his ink pen. Price one silver piece. Weight negligible. And uh, writes you a hall pass. And he points you over to the <laughs> shelves uh, where Sidriel is. And please, uh, just please uh, clean up after yourselves. So put them back where they belong, and uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll be back to check on you momentarily. And he kind of like immediately shuffles off. I I bow to him as he's shuffling off, like as a fellow librarian. And you just hear like this, like the loud, like kind of like. In the background, where they're like yelling at the guy behind the desk in the back. Rudebega, Rudebega, Rudebega. Oh my goodness! I thought this was a library. <laughs> no, it's a town hall. It's not. It's a the town oh, hall. Oh, oh, oh. But uh, they do have shelves of town records and other such tomes. All right, so I keep an ear out to the to the rabble rabble, and uh, find Sidriel and and uh, try to assess. The state of this filing system. So, why don't you give me? It's going to be a knowledge history, or a knowledge local, or a profession librarian, and uh, one of you can aid, and or one of you can aid. (laughs) (laughs) The other, the other. Well, uh, Wes, I've got a, a seven for librarian. So yeah, I'm not trained in either of those ones. So, um, so I, I can assist you because we're in a library, but you'll be better at finding the information. All right. Well then, uh, so I'll kind of be like your understudy. I'm just like going through and highlighting stuff for you. Does the understudy get a plus two as well to aid? No. 
Shush. Just you you're 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 not even here. Go go hay a field. Bro, I'm harvesting hay. Go harvest hay. Um are you are you suggesting that you conscript uh the nervous guy to help you research? Um I wasn't thinking that, but now I am. You're gonna get a nat so twenty. Oh yeah. Sweet. Oh, I guess uh, that's gonna pass. Sweet. Shit, now he's gonna yeah. roll a one. Yeah. Watch. I, I, yeah. I mean, you yeah. rolled a 17. Is. The odds are against me to roll better than that, but here's the roll. Come on. And that uh, is a two on the die for a nine. No. Oof. Plus, plus four. So plus, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poop. So. This silence is Johnny judging if it would be more interesting for him to fudge it. <laughs> I'm just going to say that the librarian aided you. How about that? Or just let it go. You there. I've got a question about your library system. Perhaps I could get a higher bonus if you come and talk with us for a moment. <laughs> you see, I am a librarian myself. I come from Yonderhof and... You mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just filibustering. It's, uh, <laughs> you can edit all of this out. <laughs> oh. I mean, you're not actually a librarian. You're like a bodyguard. Well, you actually are harvesting hay, so. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Sidriel, look out that window. Imagine if there was a sniper. Just yell at the moon. It's fine. It was out during the day all day today. I I keep hearing I keep hearing Ozil's voice. Yeah. <laughs> Some about pancakes off of the distance. <laughs> he smelled pancakes. <laughs> Here's how I'm gonna rule it. Um. Stormac was the one aiding. And uh, with the bonus, he aids uh, to Sidriel. Uh, which. So that'll be a 25. Will. 24. Be, be, um, of course, we like it. The, Sounds fair. Uh, just enough. And um, yeah, you guys hit the books. All day, you're just working him, uh, going through, tr trying to find the history of Hearthstone. Is there anything specific uh, that you are trying to find out? Uh, People whose names start with the letters that we've seen written so far. So that that's a big one. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what. Okay, so you're you're trying to cross-reference names. Um, you do have that rubbing off of the statue at the memorial of the names of the essentially prison employees that had died in the fire. I mean, I know I'm not there, but it would be kind of good to cross-reference that with a list of names that are in the town 
for like a, a last name comparison to see if anybody who died in the town could have been a descendant or anybody who died in the prison could have been descendant into the town who is there now. Cool. So, you guys are hitting the books, doing that. Um, Ozel, Farmer Pendergrass has you out there cutting down hay, bundling it up, and uh, piling it up, and uh, he's asking if... uh, Do you know what a bushel is? Should I have said bushel? I mean, you're trying to tell me? do you know what a bushel is? Do you, Therat? I mean, you have a general uh, picture in my head. You gotta bind them um, up in like a big ass bushel, and then you sell them in the bushel. Come on, man. Are you trying yes. to talk so, shit well, to the GM? Are you then? trying to tell the GM <laughs> that he doesn't know what he's talking about? Bro. Well, he's a farmer. He should know what fucking are, bushels are. You are you calling the GM a bitch? <laughs> Did you just... I'm not calling the DM <laughs> out. I mean, the DM's a farmer. And suddenly, there's a monster in the bushel. I, I, I am a farmer. I know what a bushel is. Shut up. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's fine. All right. I'm harvesting bushels. All right. Where's my rust monster? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, and, uh, no, he's working your hard, and, uh, he's Is actually, he? like, he's kind of, he's kind of a, oh, he's working you real hard. Ooh. You're a sweaty orc. And, uh, half-orc, sorry, no offense. Offense taken. Is that offensive? Oh, it is. Okay. Um, but, uh, he's kind of a dick, and he's kind of pushy, uh, but actually, like, eventually, once, uh, you actually put in a good day's work and, like, you don't fuck off, I imagine. No. And, uh, he, he actually, like, kind of starts to talk a little more respectful for you, uh, throughout the day. And, um, and towards the end of the day, he thanks you as the sun's, like, getting a little lower. It's probably, like, th- four o'clock at this point. And, uh, comes up and offers to shake your hand. She's like, I thank you for, for everything. I could, couldn't have done it without you with my back out. Uh, nobody else was helping me. Uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate your courtesy. Thank you for uh, allowing me to do work within your town. He'll, he'll shake his hand. Yeah, and he gives you a nice sturdy handshake and looks you right in the eye and kind of Smiles just a tiny bit and nods. Uh, he'll nod too and probably grab his four silver. He says, uh, if you'd like to maybe cart this into town and bring it to the, the general store in the morning for me, I'll pay an extra two silver. Uh, I, I could do that. Uh, did we already bind it up and put it in the cart? Uh, no, it's kind of just in piles, um, but, um, he... I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Right on. Um, and yeah, he'll hand you six silver. Uh, it was, uh, two per day, four total, uh, that was the deal on the posting poles. Uh, so he gave you an extra two, uh, to bring it into town. I mean, you're in town, but 
Surat, can yes. you give us a play-by-play on binding bushels? <laughs> well, you chop down the first uh, piece of straw, or hay, and then you harvest a bunch with a scythe, and then you bushel it up, and then you tie it off with a piece of hay, and then you move on to the next piece and chop it down, chop it down, and then tie it up. Go on. Like uh, they look like a bunch <laughs> of witch hats all over a field. Do you not know how to chop hay? Am I the only one? All right, your story checks out. Am Am I really the only one who knows how to <laughs> chop hay here? I mean, I've seen it in the movies, and then moving pictures. It's fair. My my yeah. my hay comes pre-chopped. Pre-chopped. <laughs> oh. Fossil I, I don't need hay in my life at this point. In, in the oh society God. that I live in, <clears throat> must be fucking nice. It is, man. You know, get rid of that hay off your back. I live in a hay-based economy. <laughs> <laughs> that must be referencing something else. I don't. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> not. That's just his reality. <laughs> you start packing that up uh, to bring it to the general store. Um, but he says the, the the delivery is not until the morning. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll I'll uh, go down to the Laughing Dragon. Demon. Demon. Right on. So, towards the end of the day, um, Flora, you've been busting your ass there. Uh, it hasn't been super busy, but people that have been coming in have been not very nice to you. Um, uh, there's a lot of disdain just that you feel is towards outsiders uh, but also there's all there's always kind of like this underlying tone of like looking down on you uh, literally and figuratively <laughs> you know what I mean yeah we all know what you mean you know there's some nice people too um, that tip you but for the most part a lot of people are kind of weary to even come into this place uh, let alone be served by an outsider but you managed to deal with it fairly well, I imagine. Okay. Don't let me tell you how to play it. <laughs> actually, how do you deal with it? Um, probably increasingly um, ill-tempered. But maybe she's taking taking some uh, sips every time she goes behind the bar to kind of chill herself out. Mm-hmm. Right on. So it's kind of starting to get to you a little bit. You're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's been going on all day, she's yeah. been drinking all day. Yeah, there's this one guy uh, who's been, like, sitting at the bar since, like, a late afternoon uh, for the last few hours. And he's been getting increasingly drunker and drunker. And uh, every once in a while, he's made some, like, snide comments at you. Crude comments. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's kind of, like, leaning over him hit the bar, like, barely keeping his head up. And, like, mumbling every once in a while at this point. Uh, well, she'll probably be, like, communicating with her fellow halfling. It's like, what's this guy's issue? His problem. Being an ass. Oh, that prick. Yeah, his name is, uh, Steve-O. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No. Alright, it's fine. Whatever. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> shut up. 
Steve always, he's, he doesn't come around here too much, but whenever he does, he's, he's, he's kind of an arsehole. I can see that. You know, he, he pays good money, and uh, he, he never really causes any real trouble, but uh, he makes some snide remarks at me, and I try to ignore him. It's, it's the only way to get by here, I think. Just at you, huh? As far as I can tell. Hmm. Who's to say? He's probably a dick to everyone he knows. All right. All right. You know, there's only a few tall folk in this town that I really trust, and uh, I mostly keep to myself just for that reason. It's really, really nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. It's, uh, difficult to get along with humans. They think they own everything. <laughs> Isn't that fucking right? Well. I hope, uh, I hope we get to work together a little longer. Uh, it's been really nice. It's been a big help. You know, you watch my back. I'll watch yours. Absolutely. This fucker gives you any trouble. <laughs> Just let me know. I know a few buttons to push, so shut them right down. Thanks. Don't mention it. And, uh, she, like, winks and goes off with a tray of drinks. And we'll, uh, we'll come back to the town hall. Uh, where Stormac and Sisriel have been hitting the books all day, looking for, like, anything they can. So... I imagine there's like a few halls of these shelves of town records over the past few hundred years uh, that it's been built. And uh, I imagine you're like taking turns getting up and like grabbing books or going down and then sitting reading. Or Tell me how you're doing it. Or would you care to describe it? Um, I think maybe Stormac might um, reorganize their system for them. Like... If, well, he rolled pretty shitty professional librarian, so maybe you shouldn't try that. Um, well, I was thinking it was Stormac being like, sounds good. Or he'll even do further, like go to this chapter and read this, and then this, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're checking indexes. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Nice. Uh, so, Stormac, uh, at some point, as you're. Going uh, back to the shelves, uh, maybe like one you're gonna, a book you're gonna grab is in one of the back corners okay. there. Uh, give me a perception check. Alrighty. Uh, that is a 13 on the die for a 20. So, with a 20 on a perception. You're looking through the shelves at, at, like, trying to find the right book, and you hear, like, the intake of breath right behind your ear. I gotta turn around and get away from that. (laughs) What do you do uh, right now? Spin around and back away from that while facing whatever it is. So you flip around and like start moving back and you look around you and there's nothing. Uh, <laughs> nobody's there. Sidriel's uh, uh, still over at the table uh, reading the book that you last gave him and uh, nobody's around to have noticed anything and it's a little weird. All right, it is a little, it is more than a little. And then, I'll, say, I'll say very quietly, hello. 
Hello. <laughs> and at that moment, jumping out of between two of the books in the shelf, this figure with dark gray skin and no shirt and a bald head wielding an axe flies out from the bookshelf and just swings at your face with the axe and disappears at the last second before it hits you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. I, I guess I stand there, uh, stock still, just... Give me oh, a well save. save. Yes, here we go with that. Oh, that is a seven on the die for a ten. A ten. Not good. Uh, okay. Stormac will very swiftly put down what he's holding and say, Sidriel, I'm gonna meet you at the Laughing Demon, and he just gets the hell out of there. Right on. Uh, uh, don't like this. Uh, see you at the Laughing Demon. Bye. He leaves. <laughs> he runs uh, out of yeah, there. It's, 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 it's more like a, like a fast walk, like... Uh, he, okay, so for the record, he did not poop his pants, but that's how he's walking. <laughs> that's immediately what Sidriel is doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no lifeguard in a uh, library, so he couldn't tell you not to run, but you shouldn't be running in a library. He's not it's in a, a library. It's, it's a town, town hall. hall. Okay, same idea. <laughs> no running in a town hall. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah, nobody runs in the town hall. That's one of the oldest phrases in the world. <laughs> no, no running in the town hall. I mean... Uh, it was even like a, a, what, a Will Smith song, wasn't it? No running in the town <laughs> no hall? No running in the town um, hall. Oh, that, that, well, no, that was back when he was when he was the Fresh Prince. Uh, he wasn't Will Smith yet. Um, uh, yeah. You're right. I feel uh, like he's he always was, been what? Will Smith. It wasn't, he wasn't quite Big Willie style at that point. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh uh, shit, yeah. That's what you get, Sarat. That's what you get. Is that what I get? I'm the youngest person here. Fight me. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> um, anyways. So, Stormak... Stormak storms out, frightened, looks scared about something, and he slams down one book that he uh, had picked out for you, but still had in his hand. He just... Throws it down and runs away, scared. <laughs> yeah, among everything you found in the day, uh, you've been hitting it pretty hard. You do find out a couple things. Um, like you found out before that a lot of the most hardened criminals in Ustalov were sent to Horrorstone and only imprisoned for a few months at a time because that's where most of Ustalov's executions during that era were carried out. And, you know, uh, you learn that the fire took place uh, about 50 years ago and killed uh, the warden and 23 of his guards. And this was all stuff that you had kind of, like, skimmed across before. You also know that at the time Harrowstone burned... There were five particularly notorious criminals uh, that had uh, arrived uh, semi-recently at the prison. And 
Well, the commonly held belief is that the, the fire was an accident after the riot began. Because uh, the, apparently there was a riot and all the prisoners were getting ready to escape. And, the, and it was believed that the fire was set accidentally during that. Uh, but what you're finding here in these records from the far back reaches of, of the uh, town records in the town hall here uh, is that the prisoners had already seized control of the lower dungeons of the prison and had they been in command of the lower level for several hours before the fire. And uh, Warden, Warden uh, Vessian Hockren uh, triggered a that? deadfall. That would be V-E-S-I-A-N. Oh, what is that? Um, Warden Vessian Hockren triggered a deadfall to seal the rioting prisoners into the lower levels. Uh, but while he did that, he trapped himself and nearly a uh, nearly two dozen guards down in the lower levels. And then the prisoners were st still in the process of escaping when panicked guards had accidentally started a fire in a desperate attempt to end the riot, uh, which killed pretty much everybody. And so... The thing that stands out to you about that was before when you, you, you had asked around about that song that the kids were singing and uh, some of the older people in town, uh, all they could say that it was about some of the bad people um, that were kept at Hearthstone. And uh, from what you're reading there were like five particularly notorious criminals uh, that were kept there at the time. And uh, that leads you to kind of want to maybe learn more about them. That was a good one. Is there any... So that is going to be another... That is research for another day. Okay. Um... Uh, there were not consecutive days. Uh, there were a few days apart, uh, but... There was one letter the first day, and there are two letters the next one. I think this calendar is player safe. Uh, tell me if you see anything you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, but if you look at Calistril, uh, it is now 27th of Calistril, and it is day four of the campaign. Day one being the funeral. There's something on the 28th. An estate sale. An estate sale that you saw on the posting oh, okay. polls. Um, so, but yeah. with the letter... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's... Let's be careful here. Let's be equally reckless as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Stormac, where do you go uh, when you run outside scared, like a little girl? Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Straight to the bar. Oh, like a um, large woman. Either way, no matter how you picture it, uh, to the bar. 
All right, so yeah, that's direct straight shot from the town hall front door, yeah. actually. Uh, perfect. So, um, Flora and, uh, you, you, you notice Stormac come into the bar looking frantic like he'd just seen a girl. Oh, hello, hello, Daisy. Uh, good, good puppy, good dog. And I come in. <clears throat> Bork. Friendly Bork. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Flora sees you come in and she just kind of walks over there like stompy stomp and like slaps you in the chest of the menu and says the special is demon wings okay okay. yes yes please (laughs) and I I put the menu down on the table and just kind of look out the window for snipers he stomps back on uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm tripping from, from that. So, yeah, I'm just collecting my wits. So he'll just sit in his booth. Oh, no, no, he'll go right to the bar, and he'll wind up sitting down next to Steve-O. <laughs> Steve-O. <laughs> but he's ignoring him. He just, he just happens to be sitting next to him. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of, like, raises his head up over his arm as it was lowered on the bar, looks at you for a second, and mumbles, makes that noise, and just, like, puts his head back down for a second. He's got a half-full mug of beer. I'm totally preoccupied. I don't worry about him, but I do uh, saddle up to the bar right next to this fool. Ozil, uh, maybe you see Sidriel coming out of the town hall on your way? Totally. What would you do after leaving the town hall, Sidriel? As Ozil said, he was on his way to the bar after work. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd... That's fair. Yeah, so you maybe you see him uh, coming into the town. You guys cross paths. I, I think... <laughs> I... Uh, uh, the pocket cakes got me through the day, but it may not be for everyone. How are you, my old friend? Do you get it because you're old? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But I, I think I figured out. That would help clear my name. I hope that that's a uh, way to go. Yeah, so you guys head over to the bar, and um, Flora, you're probably like, getting off your shift at this point. It's probably like 5 o'clock. Yeah, she's, she'll drop the plate of demon wings in front of, uh, which are just chicken wings. They're just like buffalo wing chickens wings. Yeah. And uh, she'll drop them in front of Stormac and lean across the bar towards him, sipping her drink <laughs> just openly. She doesn't even care. How was your, how was your day, Flora? She just kind of glares at the guy next to you. She's just kind of glaring at him. Like she didn't hear you. Is this guy a problem, I'll say? (laughs) Right in front of the guy. Well, he was before he drank too much. Now he's just kind of gross. Hmm. 
He's kind of just sitting there with his head down, kind of waving it back and forth, looking at the bar close up like a telescope. <laughs> Poor guy, I hate being that drunk. That's the worst. Like a, like a telescope? <laughs> Oof. Or more like a microscope is what I meant. Uh... I've been there. It's okay. It's the worst. Oh yeah. Now your horse shut up, man, little shorty. She'll reach over and shove him just enough to knock him off balance. <laughs> That's not something you'd even have to really roll for. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even uh, like you... aggressive. She's like got one hand on her chin, you know, her chin resting on one hand and the other one just kind of like push him. Just it's like push. A, it's like a cat knocking something off a counter. You yeah. Just... <laughs> It's like you're 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 almost you've almost fallen. I'm just gonna help you start. There you go. Mm-hmm. And he kind of he does he tips over a little bit, and he doesn't even notice it. And then he sways back on his stool, and then it starts going back and forth a couple times until he finally falls over. Uh, and he's like, oh my god! I feel I feel what like Ozil would try to catch him. I think Stormak would too. I've seen somebody fall right, off so, a bar stool uh, and hit their head on the ground, and it's awful. Why don't yeah. you give me uh, reflex saves, then? Sure. Here's Stormac. I got a DC set in my Stormac's head Stormac's sitting this. right next to the guy. He sees Flora push him over. He's just like, oh, he deserves it, but... And he rolls a nat 20 for a 24. <laughs> you know what's awesome? Very is nice. I rolled a natural fucking one, and I didn't, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Until you rolled yours. <laughs> so Stormak saves him and, That's and pretty good. Ozil falls. Well, so, uh, yeah, maybe Ozil could just got into the bar. Uh, Sidriel behind him and like goes to catch him, but completely biffs it and falls himself. Uh, slips. And and then uh, Stor- but Stormak manages to deftly lean back on his bar stool, catch the guy, and keep his beer. He's like holding himself up with his foot while he's holding his beer up in his left hand and catches the guy in his right hand. Nice. You're no fun. Uh, looks like it's time for you to go home, friend. Uh, get your hands off me, you little fucking guy. Yes, yes. Time for you to go home. And I'll stand him up and I'll walk him out the door. Um, <laughs> give me a diplomacy mm, check. Physical diplomacy? <laughs> Unless you have a, 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 a as, a, as opposed to what? Emotional diplomacy? Something else that you would uh, petition to be liable. Um, I mean, are you strong enough to, as a dwarf? Are you strong enough to move an entire human who's, you know, resisting? <laughs> Um, it's, it's, Are you emotionally strong? It's enough? not like it's not yeah. like I'm. A, Are you? It's not like I'm a, mentally strong enough to move it. It's not like I'm a halfling. Oof! Shots fired. I'm Ooh, I'm a medium-sized man. humanoid. If you didn't know, <laughs> um, barely. So That's, you can give me a strength check if sure. you want, or a uh, diplomacy sure, check. Straight strength. Um, that is a. Two. That is a that is a six. six. That is a four on the die <laughs> for a six. Yeah. Mm. 
You should have went with diplomacy. Well, just for the for the fun of it, not for an attempted roll. How about you can do? How about how about how about you can do right. both? Because uh, you you try to get you try to muscle him out, and he's just like not nah, budging. <laughs> uh, but then maybe you try and talk. All about right, it. that is a ten for a nine. That is a natty ten for a nine diplomacy. Hell yeah, killed it. <laughs> look, look here, friend. Your um, night is over. I'll tell you when my night's over. You, you fucking tell you. I just don't look down on me. I look down on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flora puts her hands in her mouth and whistles. She puts her two fingers in her mouth and whistles. And Daisy comes in. This guy takes a swing at Stormac. Okay. <laughs> um. We we gotta stop getting in fights at the bar. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not too worried about it. He's gonna he's gonna roll an attack on you. Okay. He's really drunk. Yeah, he tries to punch you in the face, uh, pointing down like a good foot and a half, and he just completely misses you by like twelve inches and like just goes really hard a foot from your face and just biffs it and lands on his shoulder. He's like, go in there, Samuel. You see what he doing to me? Okay. He's me outside Okay, alright. <laughs> Time to go home. I'm like being compassionate and condescending. <clears throat> alright. And Blarney comes over at this point and is like trying to help you get him up off the ground and Daisy's pulling on one of his arm sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sure Ozil is helping at some point, as mm-hmm. as this uh, is all happening. So yeah, the uh, Blarney is just like, like, let's just toss him outside. We'll let him find his own way home. Um, CMB. <laughs> we yeah, we do that. We toss him outside. <laughs> yeah, at this point, he's not even fighting. <laughs> um, he's just he's super drunk. Where do you live, pal? Blarney, where where does this where does this man live? And if it's Uh he's I think he's just a couple houses up on the north side uh from here. And she points over to a house that there's like a clear path that you can see you're pointing at. Alright, I rolled shitty, but uh Stormax's not weak, and he is a sizable person, so he'll he'll offer to like walk, carry the guy home. Right on. I don't. I... Uh, and, and he's like, he's like, kind of like argumentative, and but he's just slumped and limp, and like. Yeah, yeah. It's it's old news to to Stormac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see, you saw a lot of rowdy shit at the <laughs> libraries. Uh, o- Ozil will offer to uh, help you carry this man. Back to his home. He needs a good night's sleep and uh, a change of clothes. Oh well, I was just gonna get him home. I'm not gonna change his clothes. But, uh, <laughs> well, sure, but yeah. I'm sure he has clothes at his home, right? Uh, I'm sure, probably, presumably, presumably. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not um, my fault. He shit his pants. So you're both taking okay. him home. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Sure, I'll help. All right. 
Uh, so you guys slog him down the road, and uh, Sidriel, uh, you're left with Flora at the bar, and Daisy, who stormed in. Zokar is now, like, petting Daisy. Like, he doesn't even care that she stormed in, even though it's against the rules. He's like, oh, she's such a sweetheart. Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh my god, it's like bar security at that point. I'll, uh, I'll push the plate of demon wings over to Sidriel and take one and toss it to Daisy. You can't feed a dog wings? You don't know Daisy. You're not there. <laughs> okay, all our listeners out there, don't feed your don't dogs feed wings. Don't feed a dog wings. Don't give them chicken right, bones, that, that's especially fair. cooked ones. Come on. Fantasy, man. <laughs> yeah, these are demon chickens. Fantasy, yeah, fantasy, fantasy dogs know how to handle themselves, but, you know, n- yeah. modern day dogs are uh, <laughs> not equipped for that sort of lifestyle. Helpless little They're bred for an anti-bone animals. diet. God bless them. I um, only feed my cats dogs. <laughs> So, so you, so you, so Nothing new for humans, anyway. We're Ozil's. No, that's just that's just Ozil's <laughs> thing. I eat my breakfast at the breakfast table. Wait, 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 wait Stormak is not here. Oh, now it's the thing. Now we're done. Okay, well, let me just go back. Oops. <laughs> I, I think what uh, what Sid's implying is that. They're both in the bathroom with bad tummies. Yes. <laughs> with a with a guest. <laughs> That's just his assumption. <laughs> he doesn't really pay attention to what's going on around him. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I didn't catch that. You okay? Yeah. No, I just. I... Are you planning to go somewhere? I mean, they'll be back. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll go to Stormak and Ozil. Uh, you each got an arm of this drunk human guy. Um, dragging him down the street uh, up to the north side of town. Uh, they pointed to a house uh, not too far from the unfurling scroll there. If I see any other townsfolk, I'll say, um, is this normal? Is this man uh, normally this drunk? <laughs> so give me a perception check. I just want to make sure that we are seen as helpers uh, and not like we're going to go murder this guy. So Natty 19. <laughs> Dragging him off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Six, 16. Uh, Natty 19 for a 26 perception. So... As you're walking down the street, it's pretty empty um, at this time of night now. And you notice kind of down a pathway between two of these uh, buildings, uh, there is a person kind of leaning over in one of the alleys and another person standing next to him. And you hear this like terrible noise like... Sounded like a lawnmower. Um, <laughs> uh, can, can you explain further? I don't understand what I'm looking at or hearing. Yeah, so it's, you're kind of like looking down an alley, essentially, <laughs> and there's like a person, you see like almost a silhouette of uh, a person leaning over uh, against the wall, 
and then another person standing behind them, and you hear that noise. Oh, uh, so it's so it's so it's one so it's one person vomiting while another person waits. That's what I assess that to be. Unless you want to tell me different. It's um, possible. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll shout down the alley. Uh, you okay there? Does this? Um, so, does the guy standing straight look at me? Does the guy bent over, is is he visibly vomiting? Um, I'm at a loss. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like, the guy standing up, it looks like he might have turned towards you, but that's the only movement you notice. Ozil, you see all this? I do, my friend. Uh, do you want me to hold our friend, uh... Are you gonna go check it out? Uh, sure, I'll go check it out. Um, I enter the alleyway. So you head up to I've the got alleyway. Dark, I've got dark vision, by the way. I'm a dwarf. Oh, oh, excuse me. Right on. Okay, so um, so as you get closer, you see these bent-over figures. The guy standing up kind of turns towards you, and as you get a little closer, his face starts to look a little weird. Are you okay? Your face looks a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he puts his one of his arms up mm -mm. towards you, and you see him go, and, and then he walks towards you a little bit further, and you see that his face is not really being held together very well. I will back away. As his jaw falls off of his yeah. face, and... The person leaning against the wall stands up and looks towards you, and they both seem to be corpses covered in worms and dirt, and they start shambling towards ah! you. Okay. I... And we'll see you next week. All right. <gasps> what? Oh, no. Oh, that's not fucking okay. Nice. Oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck a guy.